Hi, it's your friendly neighborhood creator who will talk about what's going on in Israel. By the time we wake up tomorrow, the Israeli Supreme Court may have decided whether the Knesset, which is the Israeli parliament, has the authority to abolish the reasonableness clause. That was a lot, so let me break it down. The Israeli Supreme Court is less like our Supreme Court and more like our DOJ. And like the four times indicted man, Netanyahu, who we not so lovingly call Bibi, who is the prime minister, and his right-wing coalition, which you can hear all about how they got in power with my breakdown of the Knesset, which is in a previous video. If I found it, it will be linked in the description. They want to make it harder or impossible for the Supreme Court to hold politicians accountable and get them removed from office if they are unlawful. Why does Bibi want to do this? Well, like our former president, he has been convicted of many different crimes, and he wants to make sure that he can't be prosecuted for them. His right flank has other reasons, most of them involving making the country unsafe for non-Jews and secular Jews, unsafe for queer people, and definitely unsafe for Palestinians. Some in that right flank want to annex the West Bank and Gaza. Some want to make it illegal to be queer in Israel, with Israel being one of the only Middle Eastern countries where it is safe. Some even want to reform the right of return, which is the ability for any Jewish person to get citizenship and move to Israel. In Hebrew, it's called making aliyah. You can go to this website to see all 225 awful legislative bills they want to pass. So in January, Bibi started this three-step judicial reform plan, basically to give himself and his coalition complete control, which would be the end of the Israeli democracy. Now, I know what you're going to say. Palestinians aren't treated fairly. Israel doesn't have a democracy. You're absolutely right. They're not. They're treated like second-class citizens or worse by a good portion of Israelis, even some that aren't on the right flank. Israeli settlements are removing them from their homes and not really caring about the outcome of that and so much more. But I prefer flawed democracy. It's not an authoritarian state yet. Though if all these judicial reforms pass, it would definitely be well on its way to becoming one. The U.S. was still a democracy when they had slavery. Democracy does not mean fair or equal or just. It means average citizens can vote for someone who hopefully aligns with their views. And as of right now, that is still a thing in Israel. So in January, protesters immediately got up in arms. And every single week since, there have been protests around the entire country. 200,000 or 300,000 out protesting any given week. Sometimes a lot more, sometimes a lot less. In July, the Knesset voted to limit the Supreme Court's use of the reasonableness legislation, which is the judicial reform. Everyone not in Bibi's right flank walked out immediately before that vote. So he got, quote, unanimous support. Since that week, there have been protests somewhere in Israel, basically every day. Immediately after the Knesset voted to limit the scope of reasonableness, the lawsuits started. Those lawsuits go to the Supreme Court. And now the Supreme Court decides if the law should stand. So basically, the Supreme Court is deciding if they should lose their ability to make decisions. An absolutely wild situation. And you'd think they'd automatically vote no. But the judicial reform was done under basic laws. Israel doesn't have a constitution. It just never got done. Their basic laws are basically a constitution. So the Supreme Court could vote it down, but would they go against a basic law? even though they all think this is illegal and shouldn't be happening. We may have a decision as of Tuesday, we may not. Everything's pretty up in the air. The scariest prospect is if the Supreme Court rules against this 
And the Knesset, as in that right flank, says we don't care. And then we're headed for some problems. A good portion of Israelis are already protesting daily, even without a decision out of the Supreme Court. It's going to be really interesting to see how that might change with an actual decision. Here are two texts that friends of my mom sent her who live in Israel. One pessimistic and one optimistic. So you get a bit of the range of how people are feeling. This is the pessimistic response. I'm on a bus on my way to Jerusalem to the demonstration. Probably nothing will happen tomorrow. The courts will hear arguments but won't decide anything. I'm not optimistic because anything less than a unanimous decision in our favor will be seen as justification for the right. But we still have to try. Meanwhile, lots of people, including our kids, are thinking more and more about relocating. And here's the optimist. Hey, we lived through Vietnam, then things got better. Now they're a bit worse, but it'll get better again. You gotta keep fighting. At this point, you might be asking, what can you do from the States? Or anywhere else in the world, really. There are protests in solidarity with the Israeli protesters every week. Not everywhere every week, but you can probably find one near you. Especially if you live in LA and you're interested, DM me and I'll give you more information. There's also a concurrent resolution in federal Congress called HCON Res 61. It has not yet been introduced into the Senate, but it has 47 co-sponsors in the House. Supporting Israeli democracy. Resolved by the House of Reps and the Senate concurring that it is in the sense of Congress that democracy is at the core of the special relationship between the U.S. and Israel. Congress opposes actions that undermine Israel's future as a Jewish democratic state. And Congress stands with all Israelis seeking to defend liberal democracy, judicial review, and independent political institutions acting as a system of checks and balances. You can contact your member of Congress and tell them to co-sign and contact your senators and tell them to introduce it into the Senate. And you can call or email Biden and implore him not to invite Bibi to the White House when he comes to visit. Because Bibi is coming to the U.S. and expecting an invitation. And that would undermine everything the protesters have worked for. So this is what's happening now. As always, I will give you an update as we know more. If you care about the safety and freedom of Palestinians, you do need to care about this. If you think things are bad now, I promise whatever Bibi and his coalition are planning will be worse. I hope this was educational. Solidarity with the Israeli protesters and the Palestinians who are impacted by the settlements and occupation. Shortcast Club.